0: in the know,
1: nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. All right, let's pick the last Vikings regular season game of the year. And I say regular season game because they could still have a playoff game if like four different things happen. And we will lay out that scenario Um I'm going to throw you guys a little curveball on this episode. It's not going to be formatted the same way all of the other PIX episodes are for fairly obvious reasons. But let's shout out our friends over at Federated. Federated Mutual Insurance Company here to help business owners in the state of Minnesota, all around the country. Federated is all about risk management. They elevate your business through risk management, all sorts of great experience And people dating back to 1904, Federated's roots in Owatonna, Minnesota, and Federated's corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. These are the four cornerstones that create the foundation that supports all of their interactions and decisions. So um, if you're running a business, maybe you're taking over a business, a next-generation business leader, go to federatedinsurance.com, scope it out. Federated Insurance, where it's our business, to protect yours. Mm -hmm. Are you guys excited for this game? Like, what, where are you at with this game right now? Vikings-Lions, where are your heads at? I'm more curious than excited. So I'm not really excited
0: for it, but I am curious how, how it plays out. I, I do think that there's some interesting storylines, like how, sure. how many picks exactly can Nick Mullins throw? Um, what is the what is the true dedication to trying to, to win? Because there's going to be guys. I, I mean, I don't think players tank. But do I think that there are going to be some guys that are mentally packing their bags or perhaps golfing mentally? Probably, you know, there's not going to be it's not like every Viking is going to go out and be like, this is unbelievable. So I'm curious to see how it plays out. Excited is probably the wrong word because, you know, after last week, I'm not very excited about things.
2: Sure. Yeah, it, it, it just feels like a normal regular season finale with no playoff implications on the line. I know playoff implications are still technically on the line. But you always have that feeling, uh, whether you're a fan or maybe you've covered some stuff like us three have, where like you go into this game and you know no playoffs are on the line. It's kind of meaningless. It's not preseason, because even with preseason, you know that the regular season's around the corner, so you're, there's some excitement. It almost just feels like an obligation of, all right, let's play these four quarters, And then let's move on to the next phase of the offseason.
1: Yeah, I do wonder, you know, are there going to be business decisions made in this game? Because, well, here's what would have to happen, by the way. So There's like a 3% chance, according to the New York Times 538 uh, playoff odds report, the Vikings would have to beat the Lions. And then the Cardinals would have to beat the Seahawks as the Seahawks are like, and and those like the Cardinals and Seahawks, franchise-wise, have different interests, right? The Seahawks are trying to win to get in the playoffs. The Cardinals, I know the players aren't trying to lose, but in a perfect world, the Cardinals would lose that game for their franchise and maybe get Marvin Harrison Jr. or whatever. Yep. So the Vikings would beat the Lions, have the Cardinals beat and upset the Seahawks, the Bears beat the Packers, and either the Falcons beat New Orleans or the Panthers beating the Bucks. If you're rooting for that long shot, that's what you should write down. Uh, I think the three of us have made it pretty clear this week on Purple Daily that we are rooting for the opposite. And if anyone wants to, like, jump out of line here, if you've had a change of heart, feel free to to shout it out. But we've kind of coined this a must-lose game for the Vikings. If, if a bunch of things go right, you could go from the 12th pick up to the ninth pick. Maybe even the 8th pick, depending on some of the strength of schedule math with the Jets. But if the Vikings are trying to climb to the ninth pick, they would have to lose to the Lions. The Falcons would have to beat the Saints, which is realistic. Mm-hmm. The Bears would have to beat the Packers, which is realistic. And the Raiders would have to beat the Broncos in Las Vegas, which is also realistic. So that's what, if you're rooting for the Vikings to move up into the top 10 and get a higher draft pick, those are the things that you are rooting for. And this is where we usually would start asking questions on these picks episodes about, hey, what's... uh. What's the thing that makes you the most nervous? What's the thing that, you know, you're the most confident in for the Vikings? But I don't really think that matters for this game. Who really gives a rip? So instead, I bring to you a crazy ass mock draft from Pro Football Network. I want a mock. Mock. I want. Pro Football Network. Very credible, I think. All right. Sort of credible. Maybe not credible at all. I really. Whatever. That's fine. So this is what they have happening in the first round, and we'll make we'll make the pick. Don't worry, we'll like we'll make the Vikings Lions oh, pick. They're,
0: they're worried. They're worried yeah. right now. We've had so much success. <laughs> People are going to put their houses on the line on Sunday because of what we say.
1: Exactly. So uh, <laughs> here's what they have: with the number one. By the way, they do have trades, but with the number one overall pick, they have the Chicago Bears taking Marvin Harrison Jr just like straight up taking Marvin Harrison oh, jr with more. the number one pick hmm?
0: with with more with with fields Moore and Harrison think about that receiving core
1: oh my god yeah but the but the to me the bigger headline is that they aren't trading back they just have the yeah. Bears taking the wide receiver with the number one pick and not absolutely yeah drafted. true and not trying to trade back you're right number two Washington commanders taking Dallas Turner the edge rusher from Alabama. Okay, this is, now you've lost I told you this was crazy. Number three, the New England Patriots taking Drake May, quarterback, North Carolina.
2: Oh, God. I think I know where you're, I think I know what's about to happen. Okay.
1: All right, let's hear it. Number four, Arizona Cardinals taking edge rusher Jared Verse from Florida State. This is this is such... Tr- oh, okay. Do you notice anyone missing so far from yeah, this mock yeah, draft? Yeah, keep going,
0: keep going, keep going. <laughs> I, I expected this would happen eventually. I thought it would take longer.
1: If this happens and Caleb Williams, and he's being shown every second on ESPN, I'm sure with his agents, his family, just sweating. Oh, you start crying? Do you get on the phone if you're Quasi right now? Just So the slide does stop with the number five pick. They have Caleb Williams going to the New York Giants at number five. But if he thought, falls that far, yeah. I mean, aren't the Vikings well, offering I thought a future first? Say,
0: I, thought, I thought your next information was going to be the Vikings traded for the
1: fifth pick. Yeah. And well, hang tight. Caleb. Hang tight. Number six, right. Los Angeles Chargers take tight end from Georgia, Brock Bowers. <laughs> At number seven, the Tennessee Titans take the offensive tackle from Alabama, J.C. Latham. And then we have a trade into the number eight spot. Okay where the Minnesota Vikings have jumped several spots swapping with the New York Jets. The Vikings are on the clock right now, according to this mock. And before I tell you what the pick is, here's what the trade is. The Vikings go from 12 to 8, so they swap those picks with the Jets. And then the Vikings also give up their second-round pick plus the 203rd pick, which is like like a sixth or something. Sixth round so whatever, round. day like three, a, like a day pick, three yep. pick, a late day three pick, and their 2025 second round pick. So they okay. swap 12 and eight, and they give up this year's second, next year's second. They keep next year's first, and a <laughs> late like a third day pick to move up from 12 to eight. Okay, where they select, according to Pro Football Network, quarterback out of Washington, Michael Penix Jr.
0: I want a mock. mock! <laughs>
1: Before I read the write up, what are your thoughts on just everything right there? Like that if this if the draft plays out that way. By the Where way, Jaden Jaden Daniels goes nine to the Falcons.
2: I was gonna say, would you pass on Jaden Daniels? Where do I sign? Where do I sign on this idea? <laughs> I don't know whose phone I have to call. I do this eight days a week. This I would do this trade every single time. I think they get ripped sign for you.
0: passing on Jaden Daniels. I take Jaden Daniels there. But if they've it's, identified it's Penix
2: as their guy, and that's the guy they want, bleep, yeah. Jaden Daniels.
0: I'm just saying. I think if you, I think if Jaden, I mean Jaden Daniels, I've seen in a few mocks as a top five pick. Penix is not there, partially because of the knee problems. I, I would think Jaden Daniels, and but, but here's the thing: if Caleb Williams starts to fall and it's the five, let's go there. What's that? Yeah, how trade? much
1: more would it cost you to go? I mean, it probably cost you next year's one for sure next year's one but if you think you got your and this year's two
0: but if he's that guy
1: you know So interesting right I,
0: I so so to go back to what you always touch on phil which is the uh ponder traumatic stress syndrome that we are afflicted with in in this town don't forget ponder was the 12th pick at the end of people trying to grab qbs like what you read there and i mean i i struggle with with some of it but What you read there is literally like the top quarterback just starting to fall. Yeah. So that's a very different thing. That's not desperation. then. that is if you have to what Declan said about Penix. If you have identified that. So if your draft board is Caleb Williams one or two and he's the five, I think I would give up my 2020
1: would be 25 first round pick. And you probably still give up this year's second. I'm sure. Yes. Oh yeah, it would cost you a ton. Maybe like another day three pick or something. So th- this is the write-up. It says, after watching Minnesota without quarterback Kirk Cousins, the need for a quarterback becomes glaringly obvious. You simply cannot continue trotting out backups like Dobbs Mullins Hall. Even if Cousins returns in the offseason, the Vikings need a future franchise signal caller. Pennix tore apart Texas' secondary this weekend. He throws the best deep ball in this class, but his full range of throws was on display in the Sugar Bowl. He's used to throwing to a talented trio of pass catchers with the Huskies, He'll get another one with the Vikings. Um, I have a hard time definitively saying that this would be a mistake to draft Penix over Jaden Daniels because like the smartest people in the NFL have a hard time deciding is Sam Darnold, you know, a franchise quarterback or is it this guy? Is it CJ Stroud or is it Bryce Young? And then they get in the league and you're like, Oh, it was CJ Stroud, right? At least right now it's what it looks like. So, uh, I hear you, Judd. That maybe Jaden Daniels would be the pick if this happens, but if the Vikings said Penix over Daniels, I don't know. They they're both studs in college. They, you know, the one thing about Daniels though is that dude legitimately can run for like Penix isn't going to get out there and run for a thousand yards. You know, like Jaden Daniels on the other hand, different dynamic there.
0: Here's my other question off of this entire thing: Do we think O'Connell? Now, in retrospect, especially with what happened with Dobbs, do we think O'Connell doesn't appreciate or really want a guy that can run and scramble, or do we just think that he was leery of having basically a career backup do it?
1: This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of Sports Talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. It's a good question. I don't know. I think it's nice. I mean, I think if you would say, if you were to ask him, hey, what what annoyed you about Josh Dobbs? I think it would be he didn't he didn't pick the right he didn't go through his progressions in the right way or quick enough or whatever it was. I think he would, I think he would really enjoy like he, we saw on the sidelines a couple of times. Hey, this play kind of blew up. Maybe it was Dobbs fault. It blew up. Maybe it wasn't. And he made something out of it. I don't know how you wouldn't want a quarterback with that dimension. Now give me the pocket passer first and foremost, and then the mm-hmm. legs as an added dimension. And that's where Lamar, like Lamar Jackson can carve teams up in the pocket too. So give, give me the pocket passer as a prerequisite. But if, we I mean, do Jaden Daniels at LSU this year, averaged eight and a half yards per carry, one thousand one hundred yards on the ground on one hundred thirty-five carries, ten touchdowns. Literally averaged eight and a half yards per carry, on top of throwing for like four thousand yards and forty touchdowns and just ridiculous video game numbers. So, mm. so That's there you go. All right, there's throw. your, there's your mock. Marvin, Marvin mom, Harrison Jr. That's the wildest mock we've seen so far. Easily. Oh, that's a
0: that's a mock on a lot of drugs right there.
1: I'm trying to see if there's other quarterbacks that are going here later in the first round. See if they got like JJ McCarthy, Bo Nix. No, those guys are none of those guys. Uh, so Bo Nix and JJ McCarthy are not in the in the first round here. Woof! All right. Before we get to our official picks, let's shout out our friends at Zero Res. Make sure that house is clean here for the Vikings off season. Okay. You want to have a clean thinking area as you ponder the different moves the Vikings might make in free agency for the draft. Zero res has a 4.9 out of five star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews. And here's the cool thing. You can call zero res or go to zero Minnesota.com and get three rooms zero resified starting at just $119. And this month take $75 off when you get your air ducts zero res clean get your home deep cleaned with zero res that's zero res, com or nine, five, two, zero res. Say you want the score North special and spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same zero res. Okay. It's our last regular season pick of the year here. Uh, according to action network, the Vikings are three and a half point underdogs right now. 62% of the bets are on the Vikings. 70% of the money is on the Vikings. So action coming in on the Vikings with that three and a half number looming. On the season here, mm-hmm. picking games straight up. Declan is 10 and six. Woo. So he's doing pretty well. Nice. Judd, you are seven and nine. I am six and 10 picking I'm Vikings game, But I've got like three wins in a row now. So I'm, I'm coming right now.
0: I'm, I'm much like the Wolves. It's, it's all done. It's bad. Season's over.
1: Against the spread, which is, again, Lions by three and a half. Uh, I am seven, seven, and two. Declan is six, eight, and two. Judd is five, nine, and two. So none of, none of us are profitable against the spread. Picking by oh, house. Mm. So we'll start with Judd. Who wins and what is the score? Keeping in mind that the uh, Lions are three and a half point favorites here.
0: Oh, um, well, I don't think the Lions are going to win by 20. I do think the Lions are going to win. I don't think Dan Campbell knows how to take said foot off accelerator, uh, which in this case is a good thing. So I think the Lions win, and I think that the Lions cover the spread. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm really confused on the spread of this game. Like, I think this is a lot closer than it should be. Like, I would Mm -hmm. like to know the reasoning of why it's only three and a half. I would assume this would be a five or six point spread, especially with Dan Campbell essentially saying, "Nope, we're not going to rest anyone." And right. the Vikings are literally starting a turnover machine at quarterback. It's a home game for Detroit. Like I, I, have a lot of questions about that spread. That being said, Detroit wins this game handedly. They win by ten. I'd uh, call it twenty-one to ten, twenty to ten. Doesn't matter. Detroit <laughs> wins and they cover the spread.
1: I think Detroit scores forty points in this game. I don't think the Vikings quit. <laughs> I think this is an ass kicking. I really do. I mean, the Lions are so mad after what happened last week. Yeah. The Lions here the Lions are going to wind up sending uh is it Skipper, number seventy. They're gonna send that extra tackle out a hundred times in this game and have him report. Oh, perhaps, perhaps sixty eight right report. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna clearly communicate with the officials with multiple different extra offensive linemen in. So yeah, I I mean I don't know. Part of me feels like, well, we're all running in the same direction, so it's going to be the opposite, but I don't think this game is going to be close, nor should it be. This is a must-lose game for the Minnesota Vikings. I will be cheering for the long-term success of this franchise, not for a Do you short-term you Lions gear ride. to wear? Can we are, overnight are somebody? Sh- does Amazon Prime show send up me a on Barry Sanders jersey or something?
0: On Ventline on Sunday, like wearing a Lions hat or something?
1: I might. I might actually look to, to, to overnight uh, something on Amazon. The move. Great theme song. They have a great theme song. Well, I want to hear it nine times on Sunday, that theme song. A guy actually sings it on the sidelines. So oh, it's, really? not, it's not recorded. Kind of well, it's some like, guy They have like a live performer. They play <laughs> it and he sings it. It's
0: fantastic.
1: Oh, that's great. We should do that with Skull Vikings. Why can't we have, can we, we bring in like celebrity musicians and performers? Like, can, you know we get a, can we get Adele in to do Skull Vikings at some point? No? I Sorry. wonder what that, that would cost you. How about tay Nickelback, dude. Nickelback. She's Creed. Creed she actually. Creed, now. Creed, Creed would do it. Yeah. Creed would
0: do it, but they'd be too cheap like Kirk to pay for Creed's price. <laughs> what a resurgence for Creed! Creed owes the Seriously, Rangers yeah. and Kirk Cousins a big thank you.
1: For sure, they're back playing arenas for the first time in like fifteen years. So, all right, there you go. Those are the uh, the official picks. We'll see if the Vikings can hold up their end of the bargain here and uh, finish strong with their tenth loss of the season. Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Vikings Ventline live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel.